0: Hey, everybody. We back again. All right. I'm Spencer. I was supposed to
1: say we back and we live. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and you're just, you can't even say anything now. You just, uh, I have to censor myself. So I'm going to censor everything. I'm just going to shut up. I'm just, just going to
1: like, talk. <laughs>
0: Gee, great. Love it. Okay. All right. I'm Spencer. Of course, we have our licensed clinical therapist, Nazir and today yeah stop pointing at yourself and and today we have a special guest it is vic she is our licensed clinical therapist as well
1: hello Vic. Hey. welcome we Thanks love me, women on the podcast because they never come around us yeah. in real life
2: yeah well,
0: speak for yourself homie uh <laughs> and this is the different spectrums podcast we talk about movies, shows, mental health, and all the aspects around them. We also have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously. And uh, don't forget up to run up those likes. We'd really appreciate it. My tongue's not working today. All right. So today we are going to be taking a look at the movie Bad Guys on Netflix.
1: I'm a bad boy.
0: Are you? yeah yep I
3: like that boy right. Jesus Christ all right
0: um <laughs> uh so this movie's all about some thieves, one in particular, the wolf who goes from being bad but wanting to be good, and it's his little struggle on <laughs> becoming good. Um, We're taking a look at a scene where there's a guinea pig and he's trying to teach all the bad guys how to be good. That's about it. Yeah, I know. It's no characters, just animals, guinea pigs, snake, shark, all that fun stuff. So uh, we're going to be taking a look at good and evil. Children, apparently. I don't know how that fit into here, but we're going to do it anyways. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Um yeah, really. Nazir, Anything? And actually, before we get into that,
1: check out our merch and our website. I'm wearing it right that now. There's a shirt with a thing,
0: yeah, and it's a cloudy But good job. Yeah, nice. Cloud. Good night. Yep, Doctor. Can't even figure out a t-shirt and a hoodie. It's fine. Uh, Nazir. Anything before we get into a clip?
1: Well, let me tell
0: you Can't do that anymore. I know. <laughs> Jesus,
1: uh, no, really. Yeah, like,
0: everything that you can do,
1: I know pretty much. I can't even do anything. I'm just gonna be quiet now. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's really excited to do this. I thought it was an extremely uh, funny video. It, it, someone brought up it kind of reminds them of Zootopia, just kind of a different version. So there's tons of different things that we can look at: good, bad, evil. We can look at racism, gender differences. We can look at poor folks. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Lightspeed said, yes. go check out the merch and remember to please hit subscribe. Down, oh, down subscribe. In, the, in the corner. In the corner of your loins.
0: You just can't resist. Can't. You just, it's just okay. you. Just, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry.
1: Yep. Um, yeah. Let's get into the scene.
0: He's like, hey guys, we got to clean it up in here. All right. Loins. First five <laughs> minutes.
1: <you> idiot. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Jesus. <laughs> No whoop whoops.
0: Fired. <laughs> no whoop whoop? Just get to the clip, motherfucker. Oh my god. god.
1: Damn. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Damn. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna sit here and wait for my whoop whoop.
2: <laughs> no, you're not kidding
1: it, <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs>
4: Mm. Oh, goody! Wow,
1: big and fancy. Roller's has got taste. Okay, uh, Almost makes me want to be cute.
4: They say wow. experience is the best teacher, and they are wrong. I am. Good morning, students of goodness, and welcome to the first day of the rest of your best life. A giant butt? Huh? Uh, it's it's not a butt. It's a lamp in the shape of the Love Crater meteorite. My greatest. I Wonder ad- whose butt it is. Uh, Once again, it's not a butt. Thank you. It's a heart. Now, as I was saying. Now why does it have
2: cheeks? Shut up. Sh- sh- what?
4: I've never seen a heart with cheeks. <laughs> it's not a. butt. It's not a butt. But. Does he know what a butt is? <clears throat> as I was saying, on the outside, the five of you are villains predators, remorseless sociopaths. Oh, stop, you're making me worse! But inside there's a flower, the flower of goodness. And when it blooms and you feel that tingle of positivity radiating through your body, you're going to want to feel it all the time. So we're going
2: for a tingle?
4: Not any tingle, the tingle of goodness, which you'll feel in my state-of-the-art sharing laboratory. Okay, Mr. Snake, I'm going to give you a push pop. Great! Push pop just for me! No, to share. Why? Well, on a fundamental level, it's about putting someone else's needs ahead of your own. <laughs> oh no,
0: no way, Snake. Ah, uh, alrighty,
1: alrighty. This is gonna taste extra sweet because I know how bad you want it. Uh, uh, uh. Me, please. Uh, 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 Nope. Sucker. I'll Ah. teach you to share. Ah. (gasps) I like sharing. It's yummy. Mm.
2: Totally worth it.
4: Well, that's terrifying. Let's try something simpler. A good person always pays attention to the needs of others. Now, here's a kindly, frail grandma. Mr. Piranha, help Grandma across the street. Sure, sure, sure. I'll do this all the time. Here you go, ma'am.
2: <laughs>
4: oh, he is totally gonna blow it. What was that? What do you say? <laughs> you think I can't do it? Maybe simpler. Hey, look, it's a cat stuck in a tree. It doesn't get much simpler than that. Now, what in this scenario would give you that good tingle? Eating it? This is why I always carry two pieces of bread with me. No, I want you to... S- Smack it! Skin it! Stab it! Sauté! Sing to it? Save it! I want you to set... Sa- the top is so obvious. I want you to save it!
1: Oh, right, like right.
4: Drink.
2: Here we go! <laughs>
1: Whoa, that cat is obviously defective.
4: What is wrong with you? You're gonna give it a heart attack.
1: I handle this.
2: What's up, Papa? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> my face, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. What, may I ask, are you good at? Stealing stuff? Oh, yeah, we're great at that. Robbery. Larceny. Wire fraud. Extortion. Tax evasion. Heists. Heist. Mail Wait. fraud. Heists. He's hey. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of our specialty. I might just have an idea.
0: All right. And we are back. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, also, before we get into the clip, once again, subscribe. Subscribe down below. We really appreciate it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um... So, just watch the scene from the bad guys. So, characters in this movie are spider, piranha, wolf, snake, shark, and guinea pig. And then there's a fox in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, all about them trying to, about these thieves and the wolf finally wants to uh, try and change himself. Because he had a, a moment where he helped an old lady out and he felt good so he's like i kind of want to keep doing that maybe i'll turn good and this guinea pig will help us um so he actually lied to the rest of his uh group and said that um yeah we're just trying to get out of you know going to jail and we can just do like act like we're being good instead um that creates a lot of tension throughout the movie with yep. wolf and snake uh, because Wolf actually is trying to be good and Snake is kind of like, why are you changing up on me all of a sudden? Why would you do that? Yep. Um, and so, uh, but then also we find out that uh, the guinea pig is actually the bad guy. Surprise, surprise. It's the giddy, the well-dressed, rich guinea pig. Oh, I knew it. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I've seen this story before. Yep. Never took <laughs> a white
1: man. <laughs>
0: yep just go ahead and say that yep um jesus christ uh, so it's the wolf trying to be good That's pretty much the moral story. And all of these, all the bad guys, um, or bad guys, I put quotations on that, um, are, like, what we perceive as bad guys. So, like, a piranha, or at least dangerous, you know, shark, piranha, snake, wolf, spider, um, all that stuff. Uh, So it's very interesting to see um, how, you know, we go from – Uh, these characters slash animals that we deem as like, you know, bad, but it's, we kind of think of, it's just like their nature to be bad. Um, And so maybe we can relate that to people and how, you know, some people may be deemed as bad right away from the start. Yes. Quotations bad Um, from the start, but really they have good in them like everybody else. All right. So Vic, What'd you think of the clip before we get into everything? Dang.
3: Uh, so I thought it was, it's, the names are funny. So how, you know, they were just so creative. Like, let's just keep it simple. Snake. Whoa. I thought that was funny when I first watched the movie. Um, initially, what I was thinking was, um, what came to mind was like kids saying things without a filter. Like, part of the clip if you go back um it might have been the snake i think but when i think about my kids like that my oldest who's six and she you know maybe when she was like three or four and we go to a grocery store and someone has a a physical disability and you know maybe she might you know be staring too long or mommy what's wrong with that person type thing Mm um a good story. She had an umbilical hernia, and I took her to her, uh, a swim party, a children's swim party. Mm-hmm. And she and this kid was like, "Mommy, what's wrong with her tummy?" Because she had her hernia stuck out like this much, like over two inches. Oh, and wow. so the mom was like trying to like shush and like pop the kid. And I'm like, "No, no, no! Like, don't do that! Like, she's different. Obviously, she looks different. Like, that doesn't look normal, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, that's him. So. I thought of that, you know, kids in their innocence, like saying things without knowing that might affect the other person. This is mm-hmm. like a good teaching moment, you know, a good movie to show for other kids who yep. might be struggling. So, um, yeah, it kind of made me think about that. I had, I had a day for that, one, like, how can I make this relatable to my kids? And Oh, yeah. yeah. I
1: know you're teaching them kids something from what I heard. The Little Troublemakers.
3: The one-year-old man, she is spiced like just brave, like climbing all over, tackle stuff, and touching outlets that to are covered. I'm like, nope, I, 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 for me, I, I. and I'm like, wait, who's the mom here? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, that. Not... And then she looks at me like, I'm gonna touch it again. I don't care about you touching. Well, I'm like, wow. Yeah, she's... We know it's
1: gonna need therapy in a couple of years. Jesus Christ.
3: But she runs the place practically, you know? She runs the place. Yeah, right. around her, you know? She's a little gangster.
1: Jesus. Well, hopefully, she doesn't yeah. turn into like Wednesday Adams and like try to get her sister to touch the socket. Yeah. She's
0: <laughs> oh, like, God. do it, Like oh, Jesus, yeah,
3: Jesus <laughs> She's like, all right, Amaya, don't do that. And I would at her like, "Who are you talking to?" And I'm just like, "My goodness, <laughs> starting already. The Six-year-old, <laughs> one-year-old, the guy her room already." I'm just like, "It begins already."
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: It's fun times. Fun times in that house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, Naz. What do you think of the scene? And why did you pick it? Why did you pick this scene? I want to know. What? can't do that
1: anymore i know uh uh, but one the show is just hilarious uh there's so many good parts to it i feel like there's a lot of good education on you know what it is to feel like you're a piece of shit and since people keep telling you you're a piece of shit then you're like oh maybe they're right because if all these people keep telling me i'm dumb or ugly or fat or a thug uh, or mean or evil or stupid can't learn can't can't get ready mm-hmm. uh, so if people keep telling you that then it must be true must be true and so I thought it's kind of cool to immediately see Wolf uh, wag his tail with the old lady then again look back at it mm-hmm. and he looks back at it right and he sees he's looking for his tail to see if it wags and I'm just like look at him um, who's a good boy That's why I chose it. It is a wonderful story arc about someone that's grown up kind of shady, wants to be recognized, finds a way to get attention so he turns bad, and then finds a way to actually get admiration instead of attention turns good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a good story also like about redemption. Uh, Me and you, we did a story on Bad Batch, probably when this comes out a couple weeks ago, on uh, mm-hmm. crosshair in the redemption arc of him uh, right fighting for his brothers his fellow clones another good story about redemption doesn't matter kind mm-hmm. of what you've done well it, it matters yeah you can't fuck up too bad but also you can come back and like make make amends That's why I chose it. This specific scene is funny because that's why I'm a therapist so I'm in there teaching and, and helping people grow and be better humans and don't do that do this don't say that, do this. You know, then, then then, when they actually want advice, I don't give them the advice because I'm not supposed to, but when they don't want the advice, that's when I give them the advice. All right. Vic's <laughs> like, what the hell therapy do you give? I keep them confused no, that way to no, keep coming back. It,
3: no, it all makes sense. Like, as you're talking, I'm like multitasking my brain, and it made me think <laughs> of when I worked at the jail, like i've met murderers and rapists and drug dealers all of the above and you know a lot of these people are thinking like oh she's just judging me like everyone else and it's like well no you're here for a reason but it's mm-hmm. not to judge you but while you're here let's take this opportunity to learn something those for you who will get back out into civilian life what can we learn while being here now because this is a correctional facility so you're here to learn and correct your behavior so that you can be amongst the people again. So that's kind of what I was thinking of um in the context of bad guys. Um yep. because people, you know, and that's why we we're in this in this uh this career, you know, we see we still see the good in people. Um, despite things that they have done or they're going through. I feel like all people are good. So um no, that's that's kind of why the wheels are turning in my head. I'm like, this is a good about- sound like. It's related
1: to, yeah Well right when they, he gets introduces them to the house And he's like, oh, you're my fellow sociopaths And right, you've been deemed sociopaths I'm like, Jesus Christ, man it's Just a bunch of hurt, insecure people But, you know, I mean, obviously they've robbed a lot of money um, I remember watching this funny story So I watched this in the car While eating a burrito Oh my god so my car has like that automatic pilot thing, so I can set my Don't tablet up that. on the steering wheel and then, or up on the dashboard and watch TV while I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, you know, is this supposed to be a good story. What yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 well, I mean, it was good for the pod. So. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? I was <laughs> I wasn't even driving my car.
1: <laughs> well, I, I eating
3: remember eating the
1: burrito while watching this. <laughs>
3: By the
2: way, we don't endorse it, guys. Yeah, we do. Yes.
1: <laughs> Drive your car, both hands on the <laughs> wheel, unless you got autopilot. No,
3: I'm just kidding.
0: Don't watch Netflix while you're driving cross-country. It's not. It's, it's well, not it's ideal. Not well, yeah, you'll well,
1: experience yeah. it soon, Spencer.
0: <laughs> oh God, yeah, Dom is gonna freak out. It's fine. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like why. To
0: <laughs> do, that? all right. Uh, um. So both of you talk about you know seeing the good in people and that, everything like that. But, yeah. But I feel like there's the other side of that, right? Like you can also see the the bad side of people too. And some people where you're like, you know, people are redeemable, but then you also can see like some other people are just kind of putting on a front, um, of goodness. Right. Just like the guinea pig was, he was putting on that front and everybody supposedly loved him um, while they hated the other guys because they were outwardly bad in a way. Quotations again, outwardly bad. Um, So what do you think about when you see somebody and, you know, they're kind of putting on that front? Like, what do you kind of think inside your minds when you are when you see that type of person? Kind of like the guinea pig.
3: They're a fraud? Sure. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. And what do you usually do to, like, not combat it, but, you know, like, kind of reverse it on them. We'll say that. Reverse card. Uno. It depends on
3: the context. Like, are we talking about... A client, are we talking about a a colleague? Are we talking about a friend, family member? Doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. Whatever story. Go for it. Yeah.
3: For me, I feel like I have a couple of people that I work with that are like that. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like I kind of just keep my distance or create a boundary. Like I'll reciprocate, you know, the same level of respect and generosity, but at the same time, it's like I know there's something underneath that um and it's like it's not for me to explore uh because that's not why I would work type right. of thing but for me I just created a boundary like just keep everything simple and you know easy going easy peasy um not to create like any unnecessary tension but yeah it's like That we all had that one person that, you know, that's at work, that's the goody two shoes and doing everything to please a supervisor, a kiss ass. I'm not that person. I I kind of go home. I don't need the extracurricular stuff. So for me, creating boundaries. Um, Especially with family members, toxic. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have any experiences with that, but for me, creating boundaries, like, I can fuck with you, but from afar. Over there. check-ins, but from afar. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm. It's here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I see those people at work. Uh, I see them in my office. Uh, in my office, I'm working with them, trying to teach them cognitive empathy, how to be mm-hmm. better humans and why they should be better humans. I'm trying to teach a lot of my Students, how to be better communicators, better lovers in their partners, uh, with their partners. I mean, uh, well, they might be in them too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> you just stop setting rules and then automatically breaking them. I'm like, damn, I dude, like like, That's all now. you, bro.
1: I want to more now because the rules. Um, <laughs> you know, there's very rare people that they're just. Straight up shitty, villainous, antisocial, narcissistic, you know, villains. We've talked about um, on almost all of our pods with any villain. We're like, they usually start pretty good, mess up stuff happens, villain story arc. Right. The guinea pig, uh, probably was a decent dude. Then the meteor happened, then he got super greedy and thought, I right, this is how I could take advantage, then becomes like this little sociopath that wants to like mm-hmm. take over the world with a million guinea pigs. Uh yeah. Kind of weird. Um, you know, you you rarely run into it till it's too late. Rarely will you see people actually acting like that and then know that they're demonic behind them. But you do see it here and there. People will expose their hand or they'll stab you in the back at work or family members. You know, hmm. the little backstabby shit goes on. So like uh, Vic said, set boundaries. Kind of know what's going on. Know that if they betray your trust or say something that you said in confidence to someone else, So I'm trying to teach my neurodivergent folks listening to the pod. If they don't respect your boundaries, if they're using you physically, mentally, sexually, emotionally, repeatedly, and then you're not getting any beneficence out of anything, I'm not saying that relationships are supposed to be like beneficence all the time, but it needs to be reciprocal. Give and take. Give and take. So if you feel like your boundaries are getting pushed or you're getting taken advantage of, let's say if you see them hurting or saying something nasty to someone in the store or talking a lot of nasty stuff to you about some other people, like just being really negative, really nasty, gossiping a lot. You should know that maybe this person is kind of sus. And maybe they're saying shit like this about you when they're hanging out with their friends or family members, coworkers. And so I'll distance myself. Uh you know, I know I know my co workers aren't watching this, maybe one or two, but you know, I don't like I don't want to go to some of these get togethers and shindigs and parties because I'm like, y'all are some of y'all are kind of mean. And I'm just like, I don't see the point. It's y'all are, no, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Uh, and since it's not part of my job description and I know it's not going to affect me and my outcomes and clients and I'm not going to do it. If I did think it was going to affect me, then maybe I would do it. Uh, I think the Guinea pig is what pisses me off the most. It's someone that's acting good and then using people. I think of this character. As the uber rich politicians, people that put on the show that they're altruistic, that they're pure on both sides, on all the fucking sides. People with power, money, and influence, they tend to put on the show uh, networks, uh, news outlets, social media. The, 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 it's the rich people that control most of the, I'm not trying to go conspiracy right here, but it's very affluent companies that control things. Mm -hmm. That end up getting you to think that, you know, it's black on white or to get you to think that it's, you know, this on this sexuality or get you to think that middle class should be mad at the poor people. And it's like, well, where does this all come from? Where do we get this programming from? That's what I thought about when I saw the guinea pig. I'm looking at like, well, isn't this a fucking puppeteer right here? Mm -hmm. And it's telling all the others that are like these poor kind of adolescent youths in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you, and then uses them. I'm like, hmm. Vic, you know about the correction facilities. It almost feels like a correction facility. Like, they're in the prison system trying to get better, but technically the guinea pigs just using them to keep their numbers up or using them for the slave labor that's in the prison system. So I'm like, this isn't an equal relationship.
2: No.
1: As Vic said, boundaries, kind of see what they're doing, how they're treating you, see how they're treating others, see how they're treating other people that are disabled, LGBTQ, other racial minorities, see how they treat other oppressed people. Uh, see if you take some of your neurotypical friends around some of your neurodivergent friends, see how they act. Do they act real sus? Do they act kind of grossed out? Do they act like shamed or embarrassed in front of your friends? If they do, that person's a little sus now. Um,
3: oh, I'm glad you said that. Um, go ahead. spouse his female friend had a female friend um, who adopted her niece. She clearly has uh, the, the mother, which would have been her brother. Um, I think she was on drugs or something. Very beautiful child. But she's a little delayed. You know, she's got some impairments. And his friend was like, I didn't like how she was like all hugged up on my child and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she's obviously different. And maybe that's how she expresses herself because she's nonverbal. So maybe, you know, touching a child, that's her way of expressing, like, I like you. But she felt kind of grossed out about it. And I'm like, come on. Like, you can't have your kid hanging out with this other kid if it makes you feel uncomfortable and you feel a certain type of way and you're saying these things behind that person's back. Hmm. That's tough. Because it's like, what are you saying about my kid when I'm not around? Mm. I know. So my kid fucks up and does something. I don't wait. I say, nope, don't do that right now. Or you need to go apologize. So it, it makes me feel a certain type of way when people are around other people who have kids who have disabilities or things like that and they're just, you know, oh, yeah, I support you, blah, blah, blah. But then behind closed doors, it's a totally different story. So I have a problem with that. It's like, be consistent.
1: Be okay? authentic.
3: Or don't, don't be around because, or learn how, like, okay, well, ask questions. Why, why is it that, that she does that? what are you doing to get help or, you know, what services are being offered instead of, I don't like that. It makes me feel weird. It's, you know, that's not right type thing. I I personally could be friends with someone like that. My child had a disability like that and they're saying these things about me. I don't know if the other person knows, but if I knew about it, I I totally wouldn't have that person around my kid because he's actually learning and growing to do. So I don't know. It, it just, they kind of rub me the wrong way. And like I said, beautiful little girl, but she's got some learning disabilities and she's non-verbal, So she's delayed and behind and her way of expressing appreciation or friendship is being close. Like she's touchy-feely. Like she likes to give her friends hugs. I don't see anything wrong with that. But some people are kind of like about it. So. Yeah.
1: Who knows? They want to protect their kid. They're worried about maybe some type of sexual assault or something like that, but if it's little kids and they're just hugging each other, it's not a big deal. Uh, right? Right. It's not like it's an adult or an adolescent doing that. Then I could see where you could be scared, but yeah, some people get really worried about certain things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some people are just very judgy about the normal way to act, the normal quotations, normal way to act. Uh, I think it's interesting when we're trying to teach kids to be good right a lot of the books and literature is like instead of shaming them the kids or instead of like uh taking things away spanking and all this stuff you're supposed to like incorporate this is this is a good person so if you want to be a good person then this is how we act because we want to be a good person so it's trying to teach them through mirroring mirroring what good people are mirroring what I want to be a good person cuz we all want to be a good person and get affirmed and validated so this is how you do it. And so there's a lot of studies showing that this is how you, you know, this is the way. Um, and so I do that with a lot of my clients. Like, you want to be a good man, this is the way. You want to be a good partner, this is the way. You want to be a good friend, this is the way.
0: It's like I'm in the Mandalorian right now. I'm so trying fine. to tell you, this is the way. <laughs> this
1: is the way. Yes, you, you gotta do it. And it's hard work being a good person. This there is it the is. Way. This is the way. It's not easy shit. Being a good person is not easy. Someone held the door open for me the other day. And so, you know, of course, then they were going to walk out. I'm like, oh, shit, now I got to hold it for you. (laughs) So I'm like, all right. (laughs) I walked over and held it. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) sir. Yep. I got Tip. (laughs) I think also, though, I think
0: people want to like people think that in order for people to change like they need to have like an epiphany of just and it's gonna just pop up of like any random thing um i just i don't think that's the case i think a lot of people need a lot more structure and just willpower to really change themselves because Changing who you are it takes a lot of work to do, yep. and it's not just going to happen out of nowhere. Like you're not just going to all all of a sudden be like, eh, "Well, I guess I'll need a change." You know, that's just not how it works. So, and you know, and it's kind of like like we see in this movie uh, with the wolf, right? Like, although he does technically have the that epiphany, that's it spark. does take work. Yeah, it takes work for him to do it because he still kind of wants to go back to that lifestyle because it's easy for him to do it because that's where he's accepted at he's accepted that he he is a bad guy or people deem him a bad guy so then all of a sudden now that's easy for him to go back into those you know those bad ways quote unquote um and so i don't know i just think people think like it's just gonna happen out of nowhere but it's not you gotta you know actually put in your work if you want to change who you are and if you don't like who you are then you know do what you can to actually change it That's a vague thing but you know take the steps you need to to get to that point
1: you know spence there was uh, a human talked to me he said uh, i'm worried about this person
2: Mm -hmm.
1: said yeah worried about him too i'm not worried about him like you know any death or anything like that, but I'm worried about them. I mm-hmm. said, "You, I'm not worried about." And you talk about more sad shit than anyone. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. I think you will have happiness in abundance when you leave this place. Well, you you will be by this place to just mean institution school. You'll be happy. I can tell why because you're like good people and you're just so easy to love. It's just so mm-hmm. easy. everyone loves you. Everyone here, everyone that talks, it's just so easy. So as soon as you recognize it, which will be soon, you'll be good. And then you said, but it's the other person. I said, the other person, I think they're going to live a hard life. I think they will be miserable for a long time because they're trapped in their own prison. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say it, but I think they will be miserable. Mm. And the human looks at me like, my God, I can't believe you said that. I said, I'm just letting you know the truth. There's some people that you yeah. can tell are, are going to change because yeah. they want to and they're going to do the shit. They might not do it all quick. You know, not all my clients and people I work with and mentor do it quick, but they're on that path. No. Right. Some of them you like. Boss cost. We just ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. And then you're gonna get mad at me when I try and, you know, navigate these waters. So we we just not we just gonna stay stubborn and nasty. okay. Oh okay. Select words. So then uh and of course, I send some emails and then I, I figure out some things and I start being intellectual, Dr. Nas, and then I'm starting to grind on some things and figure out what's going on because some people just articulate themselves in the written word. And so now we're exchanging emails. Now we're getting somewhere. But mm-hmm. the stubbornness is unprecedented with some people, Spencer. Yeah. I gave a presentation, Spence, a couple of weeks ago to some of my uh, fraternities and sororities And we talked about me being angry uh, and being more like violent and volatile. Uh, So I talked about it. It wasn't when I got kicked out of school and arrested uh, that I was like, oh, I need to change. I'm like, I'm fine. Uh, It was when I told people I was playing basketball and one of my boys, you know, he's showboating because I was locking him up. So then I started showboating. So then he really started showboating. And then, you know, Mm. I pushed his ass into the pole and he hit his head. Mm. I was like, okay, I'm ready to fight now. I'm like, what's up now? Mo? Shit, you can come get it now if you want. Because I'm ready to fight. Because at that point in time, I'm kind of depressed always. Kind of angry. And sadly, I enjoy taking an ass whooping. It's a weird thing about me, but I don't mind an ass whooping. I'm not afraid of it. And so, I'm ready to fight. I turn my back knowing he's coming at me. No, I'm walking off the court now Because I know I fucked up I I know I messed up, I'm walking off the court, I'm done He walks up on me I'm like, here it is, taps on my shoulder He's like, hey man, I don't know what's wrong with you Here's your backpack If you need to talk, uh, holler at me Uh, In my mind, I'm just like, fuck you, you piece of shit I took my backpack, drank some water, left called him a couple mm-hmm. days later I'm like I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh He's like you could have hurt me, bro and I was like I know I could have hurt you. I that could have really fucked up a lot of things. Uh, why I tell you this? Cuz for me it was an epiphany in that moment that, like I got to stop this. But I I had seen the traje- trajectory. There were so many other volatile things that have happened over the years. And course of time I'm too grown for this. I'm I'm in graduate school. I can't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so you're right it's not an epiphany but there was little ones that were seen there yeah. i just i just never took the shot as me and you yeah. joke around in the last pod things can always get worse yes it can always get worse and do you want to finally change what when you're getting divorced do you want to finally change when you drop out of school or when you're, you're drunk but when you wake up in a jail cell or you know, when do you want to change? Where's your rock bottom? My rock bottom is seeing the face he made where he was like disgusted and like saddened for me. I've seen that mm-hmm. face many times in my life and I saw it again and I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. If he would have yelled at me, I could have demonized him and been mad at him. He treated me with love and kindness and then I was like, what am I? I'm a piece of shit. Right. So that's why they, we talk to clients and instead of uh, telling them what to do, all mm-hmm. the time. They're like, Nas, I already know what to do. You don't need to tell me what to do. I don't need advice or solutions on what to do. I already know what to do. I've already fucked it up. I hate myself. That's why I'm sitting here talking to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to rub it in my face. And so I stopped providing solutions a long time ago until they asked for it until or until I ask and they give consent. Um, right. So venting's a powerful tool. But yeah, you just said the epiphany thing. I was like, yeah, hey, you're right. I don't, it's really not just like magical... It's an accumulation of fuck ups
0: yeah it's a buildup of something and seeing how it affects the people around you I think that's also the big thing is seeing how it affects people around you I think a lot of people that don't change are the people that don't see how it affects those around them and yeah like they, and it's it, not it's, that they don't just,
1: they don't care they yeah. they just don't notice
0: yeah they just don't see it or maybe it and it could be they just don't want to see it at all like they just are like i'm gonna act the way i want to act because that's just how i feel right and i don't really care if this hurts anybody else how it is and i think that um honestly um when you when you have that mentality it's hard for you to change anything at all because you're just so wrapped up in yourself and what you're doing instead of Trying to take a little bit of what others think of you. Don't get me wrong, having like a mentality of, you know, having some, you know, being a little cocksure of yourself and, you know, having some, you know, I don't even know. I can't even figure Swag. out the word right now. Swag, anything like that, right? Anything. Feeling yourself is not a bad thing. But at the same time, you also have to make sure that you're treating other people around you with respect. And that you're actually, you know, showing love to those people instead of just yourself. You put a hundred yourself. You put a hundred percent into yourself. That's all you're gonna get in return. It's just being by yourself. That's How it goes. That's how I see it. At least.
1: I wonder. Some. I'm gonna ask both of you a question, and then I'll bring it back to me. Uh, start off with Vic. Mm. Uh One of those moments when your tails wagging, like in the movie, when you know you've you've been a good a good boy, good girl. Mm. What of those moments—is it with clients? Is it with your kids? That you get those 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 epiphanies of like, I did good. I'm a good person. Look at me doing shit. Right. What?
3: I only have to say, um, my work with the, the clients I do intakes on. Like when someone's like, "Oh my god, you've been so helpful today," or lately, what's been happening over the last couple of months? Is I've been having people come in for intakes. To- whose lives mirror things that I've, I've experienced, whether that's with the cancer, um, going through a divorce, a disgruntled spouse, all the above. Like, when I say, like, people coming in, I'm like, ooh, this is some countertransference shit right here. Like, and I can't say, oh, I can't see this person because they remind me too much of my own shit. It's like, I got to put my shit in the back burner and get through it. And yep. then I have to kind of dissect it after meeting with them. But... The takeaway is when I meet with these individuals and they're telling me, I'm prompted, like, you've been very helpful and it was a pleasure speaking with you. Sometimes I have breakout sessions during the intakes. It's not supposed to happen, but people want to vent. And for people to feel comfortable talking to me and sharing personal things and they've never met me for the first time. Pretty cool. That is like rewarding that I can create such a, a safe space in a short amount of time and get all this information within an hour and a half. So for me, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I did good. I, I did some good today. Like, I did my job, but I also did some good behind it. Not just I'm here to collect a paycheck, but I actually helped someone today. So uh, for me, that's it's very rewarding. Um, even when I do therapy, which I haven't done in a little bit, But when I get that feedback from clients and they're like, you know, this has been a great experience and you've been very helpful, that really is like very rewarding over anything else because it's like, all right, I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose and doing what I'm meant to do. So, um, and then like just when my kids, like when they're doing something or getting feedback from Lily's teacher, like, oh, she's such a great kid and she's very helpful and kind. I'm like, all right, I'm doing something right, you know? I, I, I got work to do on myself, but I'm doing something right, because I'm I'm hearing the feedback from my, you know, from my kid, you know, my kid's teacher, or just people that interact with her, like, she's such a great kid, and she's always doing the right thing, and I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're doing good.
1: What about you, Spence? When you get that tail uh, waggy feeling?
0: Uh... I would say usually when like it's a few different ways. One is probably whenever I'm like with Dom and she's just always happy to see me and anything like that. Um just kind of doing like little things with her and then where she's like, Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm like, Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Yes, I did that. Uh, Also for me, like I love giving out uh, gifts. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's like not just like random gifts. Like I usually do um, something that fits that person and I know they're going to really enjoy it. Um, For example, I got uh, Dom for her. I think it was either her birthday or Christmas. I got her a Harry Potter trunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A Harry Potter trunk with all this different stuff. I even had like the little, um, Hogwarts letter of acceptance and stuff into it. And I just saw that on Instagram one time. I was like, that's going to be perfect for her. I know she's going to love that. She loves Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's stuff like that. Just like little things that really get me to, you know, get excited to see somebody's reaction um, or just myself. Like sometimes even when I buy, I'm just like, I know if they're going to fucking love this gift. Yep. I know they're going to love it. So it's like that. And even I, you, but I will say you, you're the worst, worst reaction Worst. I could ever get. I could get you something so perfect. You're like, thanks, man. I'm like, <laughs>
1: Like oh, shit. Or, I just, or i just complain about it that's all
0: i ever do. Yeah, like complain. oh really like look at the stitching's coming out I'm like oh, fucking <laughs> i've never said that sorry it's not another plush I, doll you I, I,
2: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> finish that sentence
0: yeah yeah <laughs> i want to i know you do. <laughs> doing it for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry He bought me a uh a, a big hero six backpack and i look like a big ass baked potato with a piece of Bruh. sour cream on my back it is so perfect you
0: love baymax it is, it is. and it even has like the little how are you feeling today yeah face ratings on no, it it's, it's good. perfect for if you if i if i and yet yeah. he's just like whatever
1: well i'm slowly losing weight and so i feel like i can wear it now maybe you uh. know before it fit on me like a freaking like a dog collar i feel like he was gonna put a leash on me and walk me around disney
2: Jesus Christ,
1: Jesus! <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he's my man. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> pun- <laughs> oh my God! Like, All right. <laughs> uh, no, I get you. I've seen you give gifts. Oh yeah, no, you yeah. definitely enjoy that. It's a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, Oh, and especially like with Salim or anything, he's always just like,
1: thanks, man. Like, oh, geeked yeah. up. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, he gets geeked up too
1: or like I was going to say when uh we wanted mm. to play that card game or I wanted to play mm. that card game with him right and Dom was just like exhausted and I was like bro yeah. let's, let's play the card and then she stayed up like know. another hour and a half to play the game with us.
0: Yeah. Cuz she gets tired like
1: quick. oh yeah she got wonky. Quick. Yeah. She was Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so but yeah that was awesome and then he was just think about it and like with bowling too like we went bowling. That was really fun, right? We yep. we all went bowling together, and the thing is, it's like, Salim just, he doesn't do it, like, on purpose, but he kind of talks shit, but, like, in oh, a yeah. way where it's, like, a nice talking shit, he's just like, wow, that was, was good. was good," like, <laughs> being sarcastic? Oh, no, What's he'll come at you, man? too.
1: Yeah, he'll come at yeah.
0: you. He's like, oh, you kind of missed that one there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: all,
1: right, for, all right,
0: dog. All right, man. <laughs> I see. I'm going to take away that. Take away (laughs) that pizza planet shirt. I got you. (laughs) It's the thing. It's the
1: thing. Uh, I think that gets my tail wagging the most Mm -hmm. is when I'm talking shit to students in these presentations. I mean, I'm up Mm -hmm. here. I'm talking. I mean, I did it last week on a Wednesday, Vic. I did a presentation mm. on a Wednesday. My boss came in my office twice on Thursday. I thought I was fired both times. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, they got me. The mother, the mother. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> finally
0: got me. <laughs> they you. finally
1: got me, didn't they? I'm in there having so much fun. And and I tell the boys at the end, uh, I said, I don't really know if there's like a meaning and point to life. And I said, you know, Robin Williams, you know, had this thing about making people laugh. And at the end, right, he's very sad, committed suicide. And I said, I don't really see me moving forward in life if I can't make people smile, period. Mm-hmm. i like, yeah, life's got all this cool stuff and family, blah, 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 trips. But like the ability to make someone laugh and like just crack up and like almost throw up. There's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than seeing someone in the crowd you're talking to laugh and smile and joy, and then you get all these emails about people wanting to sign up for therapy. Men that have never attempted therapy, and now I've I've gotten out of thirty men I talked to in the fraternity, the other day, like four or five have signed up. Uh, nice. They wouldn't have. They, they wouldn't have. And so that is.
3: I get energizing. chills. I to see that. Like I feel that. Energizing. It, yeah.
1: You have no idea What it is to me to work my magic And then I remember one point the boy was like Well how do you get men to talk about things like this So I said some jokes And uh, I said this boy over here I don't fuck with this boy over here And they're like this is the one he made me come to this event The Tony boy yeah, I don't like Tony I was asleep before this and I just got done eating my food And now I'm sitting here talking to y'all It's at 8 o'clock at night fuck you <laughs> And then they're like, damn. So Tony, Tony depressed. With well, your boy Bobby depressed, you know, you know, talk to Bobby. Crack a beer over and talk. You can talk, to Bobby, let Bobby cry. Tony.
0: Don't, Don't even look at Tony. Just yeah. put him in the corner. Tony, him look a... at the
1: corner. You know what? You should be depressed, you ugly mother. <laughs> and so they laughed. And so they said, nah, all that's good and fun and this and that. And I said, you know what? How I break the stigma is I tell you about, you know, when I was in pain. And so I told Spencer and a couple podcasts, you know, I talk about mom and some family members that passed away, and then I shed a tear, and they see, like, humanity. Uh, I let people see my humanity in the stories, and in there, there's, like, some wonderful magic that happens that people are, like, paying attention. I did another outreach recently. It did not go well. First time I've ever had an outreach that did not go well, not because of me. They were just very immature. Mm. they weren't paying attention and just talking and gabbing. And so I could never connect all the material because they were just talking like little kids. Wow. I was like, what is going on right now? It was one of the most terrific things I've seen. Uh, it was embarrassed for them uh, and the other people that wanted to learn. Um, so I didn't leave that with that euphoric, good person. I did something. People were happy. I didn't leave with it that day. Um, sad. I was actually very angry that day. Mm-hmm. They wasted the time in there that someone probably needed to heal to be less suicidal, less depressed, to help the children. Uh, what Vic said today, someone said in therapy, Dude, the last time we met, I was good. I'm like, Damn, you just, whatever we talked about, I was left just feeling good. I'm like, Damn, I killed your ass. You know, been baptized by Jesus. You know. <laughs> oh my God. You just can't
0: stop, can you? Okay, sorry. So we've been alluding to this the whole podcast. You have told us, like, we need to chill a little bit. You know, I got some jobs coming. You know what I'm saying? Chill. All right? This whole podcast, you have been going off. Like You just brought up to baptize somebody for Jesus.
1: Bro. They baptize in the spirit of the goodness of therapy.
0: Yes, this is a Christian uh, spectrum <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're on the spectrum and Christian. <laughs> Bring your ass in it.
1: Oh, it's like convenient. <laughs> Korean and Christian <laughs> and cool, cool Korean Christian, boy.
0: autistic <laughs> Christian. That's it. <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not condoning. Wait a minute, condoning Christian? No, you, I'm. I don't even condoning.
0: know what to
1: say. I'm done. <laughs> Stab.
0: We don't condone stabbing on your podcast. Every podcast we're gonna talk about we don't like stabbing people, even though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, exactly. It was just fun, man. It was awesome. I'm like, damn, I really helped you out with that. Because sometimes I'm like thinking that your OCD is like never gonna be cured and you'll die alone. <laughs> uh all right, onward. <laughs> So, uh we got what, left. all
0: right. Now I gotta ask, what character? I'm mean, gonna start with Vic first. What character? You've seen the movie, right? You know, you know the characters. What? What character would you say you kind of she connect snake. with? Okay, there you I'm go. joking.
1: I called you a snake. Damn, <laughs> shit! <laughs>
0: Not even that snake in the movie. Just a snake. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Burmese python. God damn.
3: <laughs> Um I'm trying to think. Uh which one do I identify with the most? Yeah. Hmm. I want to say the shark. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn the I shark. To... I was gonna say the shark technically because it's the it's the guy, Craig Robinson.
0: Yeah, Craig Robinson. Yeah. yeah.
1: You, you like the shark, the huh? Nice. Shark. Sure. Mm, any fair enough. any background reason why you're the shark? Because he's buddy-duddy. Here. It's cool.
0: It's <laughs> cool.
3: But, so I can, I, I can identify with the sense of humor. Mm. Um, okay. And we, we, I mean, we're all human, so we, ha- we all have our bad moments and things like that. Um, but like how... They did the exercise and the snake is supposed to give him the push pop and the shark's like, I'm waiting. Like, kind of antagonizing him a little bit. I feel like I do that from time Probably. to time. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it can be good, but also be bad. And the antagonizing piece, you know, I, I kinda, you know, poking pride a little bit.
1: Yep. Like the shark. I love to do it with my clients. Like, you know you're a piece of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> And they just look at you with fear. (laughs) Never,
0: never tell me not to act a certain way on the podcast again. Because you're just gonna fucking do it. You know your mama
1: don't love you, right?
0: Oh my god. (laughs) so so this is all good
1: stuff. This, this, I can't get canceled for this stuff.
0: Oh
2: shut the fuck
0: up,
3: because you can. (laughs) We do do have a snowflake generation is it because um, i'm
0: white the fuck? no that's fucked up Degeneration. Fucked up. god uh, damn don't talk to me i'm mixed all right it's different
1: spence what do you identify as
0: uh probably probably the snake honestly i don't like sharing nothing it's all mine it's all <laughs> mine my sense. push pop
2: yeah <laughs>
0: Seriously, I don't like it when people ask me to borrow something. I'm just like, why? Like, hey, it's mine? What are you doing? That's Damn. my stuff. Don't do it.
2: Like no, don't.
0: I don't like people borrow. I'll buy you something. I will not let you borrow my shit. That's <laughs> so good. I see that. Like people I see that. Buy- like people want to borrow like some of my video games and stuff, and I'm just like what? especially in like when i was in uh middle school and high school like who's like yeah we could swap like these games it would be fine i played the game it was shit and I was just like i want my game back bro like it's...
1: <laughs> jesus he's been traumatized ever since this,
0: this is bullshit
1: he lost all trust from men at that point that's when he knew men were sus
0: <laughs> yeah it was men no it yeah yeah women don't steal anything you're right you're nope. right you're right just your heart just your manhood <laughs> yeah Oh, there go my dick and balls. There they go. Oh, man!
1: Go. We had a good pod going.
0: Oh, well. It's it's time. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but, yeah, so... And also, like, if I have, like, strangers in my house, like, random people and something, I don't want them going near any of my stuff at all. I'm just like, I don't know you. I don't know what you're trying to do here.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> he's very protective, very... But he's also... As you see in the show, he just wants to love his best friend. So if his best friend yeah. would have told him, hey, man, we going good, then Snake probably would have been cool with it. Um, mm-hmm. I love the story arc of Snake at the end on how he turns around and then ends up setting up the guinea pig. It's quite wonderful. Uh, yeah. We got a bunch of reels that have already pre-chopped up for this, so we got a bunch of good reels uh, with everyone in here. Um, nice. For me, uh, you had said, I had said the guinea pig. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then you disagreed had disagreed with that. You
1: disagreed, and you said the wolf, and I was like, ah, fuck.
0: That's right. Way to go. Way to see yourself as a <laughs> guy who looks like he's good, but really bad. I was just like, you're such a fucking asshole.
1: Yep. Well, I was thinking <laughs> that he think was that. the therapist trying to teach them, so in the moment I was like him, but also like kind of in it. that
0: scene, yes, but he was yeah. also doing it for his own benefit. Correct. Instead... You are more like the wolf because he's trying to teach his friends Correct. to be good, a better way for the right reasons. Instead,
1: well, you might be a little wrong. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Because me and the army of neurodivergent people will take over the galactic empire. The the, the empire? No, the the galactic world. The, the mobs yeah, have started us-
0: through the whole speech. Yeah. we're, gonna-, <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna
1: take over the population. <laughs> like, I'm
0: not gonna say it. I was gonna the say only, something. I'm yeah, not gonna say the it.
1: only picture I like, I saw in the new episode of The Mandalorian, there was that, that green
0: seaweed oh, looking yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, the pirate captain. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: looked like a big pile of seaweed. Um, yeah. yeah, he was so creepy though. Like, he creeped me the hell out. Um, yeah. I feel like that'd be me. I'm taking over everything. And then he just goes down with the ship. Randomly, the ship has a steering wheel. Like a pirate.
0: Hey, it's a pirate ship, bro. It's a pirate ship. That's how it goes.
1: Yeah, I saw a bunch of people be like, why is there a, like a pirate steering wheel on a spaceship?
0: Hey. He went all out. He was like... Were there even pirates in this fucking universe? What yeah, is there, there a
1: rudder that we're turning? Like, why are we turning? A, <laughs> why do a, we have an
0: anchor? There's no, we're in the air. <laughs>
1: we're literally in the air. All right, we just nerded out about uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But yeah, you're right. Uh, good dude that was bad at times and which like super, super good and loves to be affirmed and validated, loves to have people kind of pat me on the back and maybe it's the back of my neck and play with my shoulder hair
0: uh, God, uh. hey any of you ladies out there he's got shoulder hair not back hair shoulder yeah. hair it's just it's all smooth down the
1: back just gets stuck <laughs> right in it <laughs> but you're right uh, I agree with that That's assessment. dandruff
0: <laughs> How does one shoulder hair of dandruff
1: make no oh, sense? Well, oh, man, I'm, I'm dried out, man. It's from the one shower a year I take. Vic <laughs> just went, oh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> His back hair smells like cottage cheese <laughs> melted <laughs> in the sun. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Is your back spoiled? What the hell? <laughs> Did someone just melt cheese on you? <laughs> is your back a grill? What is it Let's cook <laughs> up some burgers. is <laughs> walking on Five Guys? No. <laughs> okay. Extra onions, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I get some curlies in mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, (laughs) completely off the rails Um, I just I love this scene so much I love the show so much Uh, especially the ending like Mm -hmm. I had said I feel like all of us can see ourselves in these characters vibing Mm -hmm. with friends uh, loved ones, romantic partners a lot of good things that you can take for this so a lot of my neurodivergent folks (laughs) what's the diagnosis? well he ain't got one all right. I was going to say Wolf uh, probably has unspecified trauma disorder based on some mm. of the social norms he's facing obviously current racism uh, the racism and some of that stuff that has morphed his personality into believing that he is something uh, and then you can also tie in his gender and his masculinity into not being vulnerable not expressing himself prolonged, probably institutionalized isolated, alone, depressed suicidal mm. there is no point probably moving forward to his life he's already feeling empty Because all the shit that he's doing. He feels empty. He has his homies. There's something sus, something wrong. Uh, Mm -hmm. Unspecified trauma-related disorder based on the things that I said. Treatment plan for him and the homies is show them the way. Uh, They need Mm -hmm. to build good friends, networks, therapy to process some things. Um, They need a chance. They need the resources, like Vic was saying. Like, okay, what are we doing to get these people the resources? Uh, you can't expect, like, some of these folks, oh, good luck with your shit, even though you got to learn the bis- disability and you ain't got no food and you can't afford rent. Well, you know, good luck, you know. Everything's equal in America because you got public school. Uh, you ain't got no books in your school. You know, you know you're getting, uh, you know, your lunch got roaches on it, but, you know. So that's kind of where I went with that treatment plan is resources, socializing, building up some of these skills, seeing that you're a good person, meeting good people. Uh, Like one of my boys said, well, how do you get men to talk about emotions and mental health? I said, if you can't get no one to talk about it, then you need to be it. You need to be the person. If you can't find no Mm -hmm. good people, you need to be it. Uh, So I think that's where we start. First thing is first, you need to find a mentor and a therapist or just someone to chat Mm -hmm. with. Uh, right. Obviously, some one of the big things that made him change the wolf was the you know the the, the fox. Uh, mm. So it's like a love thing.
2: What is love? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we
3: like
1: that I like the. That's right. Pl- platonic love.
0: <laughs> You're like this ain't a thing. It's kind of a thing, but not a thing. You know, yeah. keep it there. So I love could. I
1: love the person you are. I'm not in love with you. I can't wait till you say that
0: to somebody and then get immediately smacked. And you're like, damn it, that's my love language.
2: Shit.
1: <laughs> 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 Girl, I take a beating now. <laughs>
0: hey, you know I like it, so don't do
1: that. <laughs> don't Just tell me what away. a good time now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: I think we can call it.
1: Vic, we uh, can call it. Vic, you got anything to add? Any toppings, any yeah. dressing, any grape poupons?
0: Any sprinkles?
2: Mm.
1: You know, like when you get to go to the, the ice cream store and then you get to put all the shit on it and then you end up putting too much shit on it? You got ice any extra store? stuff? <laughs> yeah. Ice cream store.
0: We got it, you fucking idiots. We got it. The toppings, yes, we got it. Jesus,
1: you know how you put the things on the ice cream. I was poor. I was poor, man. We didn't get to go to the store.
3: <laughs> I think for me, um, and watching this this clip, this segment, um, and we kind of talked about it briefly, like existentialism. It's like mm-hmm. the meaning. Of like, how would you want? Like, if if we were to perish tomorrow, how would you want to be remembered, or did you feel like you fulfilled your role in life? Did you feel Mm like you lived the people on your time on Earth? Um, So for me, I would kind of leave with that, like, you want to leave the Earth knowing that you did good, that you left something good behind, or... That the the next person that you affected, or whether that's your spouse or a significant other or kids or a friend or family member, like did you do good by them? Did you help them out where you helped? Um. Then that's all I have. Like, mm-hmm. how, do like? how do you want to leave? How Vic, do you want to live before you leave?
1: Vic, so so so, uh, would you consider things a success right now for you in your life? based on the things that you've done, accomplishments, or just the th- your mark, would your mark be a happy one?
0: And then I would you like... want to build off that? Like, what would you want to do to build off that if, in fact, you haven't gotten to the things that you wanted to do the most?
3: Good question. I don't think I'm there yet. I think I still have more good to do.
2: Okay.
3: I think I'm on the right path. The mm-hmm. right track, Although I've been through some shit. Um, myself, personally, but I feel like the shit that I've been through and sharing those experiences with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could honestly say, you know, being personable with people I've come in contact with, whether doing an intake or therapy, just giving them some brief description about me, like, Oh, I've been through this situation myself. That's very helpful because then we're not, seeing these people on this high pedestal. It's like, I'm, I'm coming down to your level. You know, I've been through something similar. Um, so I, I do have some sort of understanding. So for me, um, no, I don't think I'm done yet. I think I'm just beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that I can continue the journey as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Wonderful. Um, I'm glad actually you brought that up because you know we, we were going to maybe gloss over it and I forgot. Uh, human said, Naz, how you know what path to take? how do you know that I chose the right path? Like these paths, like is there more than one and which one is the right one? It's like, how do you know I'm uh, living a good life or I'm living the right life? Like, how do I know if I'm living the right way? I was like, how the fuck do I know? Uh, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm like, and he took it for real. I said it just like that. I said, brother, how the fuck do I know? My path right. is not yours. The way I operate is not the way that you would. I may see certain ways on how friends or family members are operating their life and, you know, I might, like, intrusively judge. It's not my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a scene in Loki where the multiverse starts to crack and split and it starts to diverge and all this crazy shit is happening. I feel like that's my life. It's It starts here, one, one sprout, and then a bunch of things happen and it could shatter and go in a million different ways. I do mm-hmm. feel like eventually they'll all of them come back and converge into like just a couple possibilities. Um, mm-hmm. So I said, you know, I used to ask my father, man, it would have been nice to have been a, a doctor and then got gone into psychiatry like I could have did it. I could go back and do it. Uh, it would have been nice that if you know you you know you weren't arrested and you know we didn't live poor. I could have grew up with you and money and been in a good school, private school. And I, I could have been these things. And he said, he also could have been a piece of shit. He said let's be honest, you mm-hmm. would have been rolling around with me, making money and hustling. He said, you probably wouldn't have been the man that you are today. If you would have been rolling with me, uh, mm-hmm. you just wouldn't. And you, I probably be using my skills of talking Spence to, to in sales and business. And I would just be hustling mm-hmm. money. I don't feel like I would be a good person. I feel like I'd be more narcissistic, self-centered.
0: Uh, well that's like the great thing about pops too is that he has a lot of good self-reflection yep on everything and he he also sees like yeah man like maybe we wouldn't have done great things like maybe monetarily you would have been well off and everything like that but as a person when it comes yeah as a person on an emotional level could have been just easily a piece of shit and that's how and that's kind of like always towing that line of like you could always just be a piece of shit for like an action that you do and it always how you react to what you do like if it's good or bad and then how you react to that i think really goes a long way you You
1: just never know it can diverge i said you know what if i stayed playing football because i was a legit good football player and maybe i could have played all four years and, and then and then there's some boys that play center and guard that are my size and some mm-hmm. of my friends were playing some professional ball. And yeah. I then also, I probably would have been brain dead in a couple of years, too, after that. Uh, yeah. So I guess you just really don't know the path is, is what I'm on. Mm-hmm. I didn't apply. think about going to a new job in Texas, but there's a chance it might happen because before I was all in on Detroit. Yeah. I, and, yeah. and, and And now who just knows? And I just stopped trying to guess now and just it is what it is. But my mind is always trying to find the divergence in conversations specifically. Mm -hmm. So a lot of autistic people will visualize and mental reps, everything that they're going to have a conversation with. So they'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to talk to Spence today. I know what you're probably going to say. I know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say after what I say. And then it just keeps going and going and going. So after I had this interview on Friday, I dissociated probably most of the weekend. Like I was completely gone in Looney Tunes. My father would just look at me in my room and I'd just be like, (laughs) That's my boy. (laughs) That's my boy. That's my boy right there. That's my man. That's my man's back there. (laughs) You didn't tell me. That's my
0: son. He did it. He's taking care of me. Yeah, you know, like, like, oh, I shit. was
1: like, I was so out on left field, man. I'm coming up with fake <laughs> conversations that are imaginary people. Uh,
0: I have that too, actually. I oh, do that too sometimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, imaginary conversations that'll probably never happen, yeah. but if they do,
0: motherfucker, ready. I'm
1: ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. to talk to Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> I feel
0: like we've been talking for years. Like, I just <laughs> met you. That's all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just talking to you the last night, Bobby. They're like, what the f-? this is the first time we have ever spoken. Um <laughs> it's just a it's a meme of the guy from you just watching him. <laughs> but, um, uh, Bobby. <laughs> um but yeah, you know, it's I go on these things sometimes, man, and uh these different paths you just don't know. True. Sure. I told the boy, you'll go on some new paths. I want you to write some stuff down, see the ones that you could have went on. It's so my college students who like, you know, should I have studied harder? I was supposed to find my wife or my my husband in college, mm. and I said, "Well, let me tell you something. I got a lot of friends. They're getting divorced right now. I got some that are on their fifth or seventh relationship, uh, 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 serial monogamy. I got some that are living right. back with their parents. I said, you know, they can shit on me, but also, you know, I'm doing pretty good right now. So, you know, and I still got all my mm. money. But then some of them lost everything." so I feel like I'm doing pretty good so who's to say my path ain't that bad versus their path uh, and he's like well there you go and then he's well we need you to fix my brother's path because he real depressed I said god damn it you ain't paying me for that <laughs> <laughs> these past things existential things you could start off on a weird one that veers off and then you could always come back you could always come back right. And I think that's what we learned about this show. If you veer off the path, Vic, you can always come back. Uh, Redemption. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the existential things because it's a son of a bitch. The existential issues, that's what will cause a lot of depression. Worth, value. Why am I here? What's going on? What will I leave on the world? That's what the person said. They said, I didn't, you would never even know that I went to this university. I said that's majority of people. Not everyone's having this massive impact on the university level.
3: Universities are a
1: money grab. They're just a degree mill. They're just pumping pumping in and out. It's it's, yes. it's yeah. Get away from that thought.
0: I always wonder though. It's like we always want to see how far we get in life and how we're remembered by everybody. But it's just like at some point, everyone's gonna forget like some some part of everything like for example you know if i watch like back to the future there are kids today that are like what the fuck is that <laughs> it's like for me it's like one of the greatest movies of all time right back to the future but to other people that are like yeah i've never seen it why would i do that like i don't get it right and people have already forgotten that movie so of course people are gonna forget it. but at the same time as long as you have people that you know love you and respect you i guess that's all that matters for me at least that's yeah. all i want i just want people to love and respect
1: that's it that's what we talked about we said experiences i said i know you fucked up if you're just playing video games and you're stuck in your room going to work playing video games in your room going to work playing video games in your room now if you continue mm-hmm. to do these vacations socialize make some more friends be anxious as shit I said, maybe talk to someone at the cafe. He said, Nas, I can't talk to women unless I'm drunk. I said, well, I guess you're going to one of them alcohol cafes. Jesus.
0: Put a little vodka in your, your latte. Yeah. A little Irish whiskey. <laughs> oh, top of the morning. <laughs> I
2: almost did it. Uh, I thinking,
3: uh, what was it? Maslow, the hierarchy, like, the, the self-actualization, go mm-hmm. hand in hand with existentialism like what do you want to accomplish throughout your mm-hmm. lifetime Um, so that could be like a good tool to use with that person
1: with People. Yep. I got one person right uh, we talked about them a couple weeks ago a uh, person that we mentor and she we had a shot at doing a PhD and working a, or doing a job that they liked they quit it all moved to Seattle they running a the camp out in the mountains for kids they said fuck it mm-hmm. life ain't worth sitting in this building i don't like this building in a nine to five i'm going to walk around in the mountains that's good for you i'm happy yeah why'd you take two months to tell me you was ashamed wasn't you i didn't want you to ever work that job i'm the one that told you i didn't want to do you didn't didn't want you to do a phd because i thought it'd make you depressed so if you're happy i'm happy Different strokes, different paths for everyone, man. Uh, paths.
0: Different strokes, different folks.
1: Yep. <laughs> I
3: took that way out of context. <laughs> yeah. Well, he
1: did. As
0: soon as you said different strokes, I was like, what the fuck is he <laughs> talking about? <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> that side here, you got brusheria.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at this. What the hell is
1: this? (laughs) You got to do it real fast and slow. (laughs)
0: It's like slow motion.
1: I'm about to throw up my stomach hurt. All
0: right. Let's uh, (laughs) wrap it up. Anything else? Yeah. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Once again, hit that subscribe button down below. Yes. Also, check out our merch. We got a lot of it, and we're going to be pumping out new ideas. Yep, we have a basketball with a mouth on it. Good. That's great.
3: Is that on there? No,
0: No. we don't have that. He's just wearing it for no reason. Just like, mental health, basketball (laughs) with a mouth on it. (laughs) So many jokes. I can't do them. Uh, (laughs) So... All right. Thank you, Naz. Thank you, Vic, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We have more stuff coming down the line. Keep on checking it out. Give us comments down below for what you'd like to see. I'm Spencer. This is the Different Spectrums podcast. Goodbye.
1: Deuces. Much love, peoples. Peace.